0: Hi guys and welcome back to season three, episode three of Business Shit. I'm your host Mimi G, and today's topic is it is what it is with my special guest. Hello, hello, my daughter's back, Chastity. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> applause. You see, you see Nora's <laughs> back there with the sound effect. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so, um, everybody loved the last episode that we did together. Yeah, you it was, a fun it was one. good. You were interviewing me yeah <laughs> asking me some tough questions yeah i want to do it again
1: <laughs> ask you even better
0: questions okay we yeah. could do that um but today i wanted to have you back because um you and i are very much into very specific things like you know just energy and manifestation yeah. and you know all these different things and you read a lot about a lot of stuff right like weird stuff yeah a lot of weird stuff like what that. kind of stuff you read
1: I mean, like, I don't know, UFO stuff or, like, quantum physics stuff (laughs) or, like, epigenetics. (laughs) I don't even know
0: what epigenetics is. I don't know. But she reads about it. But actually, what prompted this was um, it's the new year, and you started off the new year a little little (laughs) rough. A little on the rough rough. (laughs) And we were talking about it because we, you know, when, when something happens in our lives that is not necessarily good, <laughs> uh, we generally laugh about it. Yeah, we do. Like, even after the initial first couple of minutes of like, uh, hey, mom, this is happening. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. And there's quickly a joke after. Yeah. So do you want to share what happened at the start of the year? <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat>
1: Uh well I found a lump yep. near my breast um and went to the doctor to get it checked out and while I was there had her look at some bug bites that were on my back yes that turned out not to be bug bites at all right am I telling do I say what is yeah. it? <laughs> I, I have shingles shingles 2020
0: shingles (laughs) (laughs) hashtag 2020 shingles you guys okay shingles is making a comeback i don't know so you called to tell me that you had shingles well first you called me about the lump and you know i said okay uh, let's not panic it could be us all sorts of things Mm. um just make an appointment go get yourself checked out we'll see what happens um, and then we quickly moved on and, you know, you said you'd call me later and then you did. Then you called to tell, tell me. me, Hey, <laughs> it turns out those bites are shingles. Yes. And then I said to you, isn't that an old people's disease? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> My bad to the old people, but which is funny because grandma said the same thing. She's like, isn't that like something older people get? Yeah. So it is uncommon for someone your age right, it is. to get shingles. So for those of you guys who don't know, it's a rash. Look it up. Google it. <laughs> um, so that was happening. Right. right. But within that. Right. Then there was like a little blessing. Well, not really. A ble- well, kind of a blessing. Right. Because then you went to the pharmacy. Turns out like you knew somebody. Right. The medication was
1: originally two hundred dollars. I had done the lady's hair uh, and we got it down to like
0: 60 bucks. See, that's you know. Yeah. I, and I said to you, I said when the world, when the when the universe gives you like shitty stuff. It sometimes will give you like small little wins to right. help you get through the shitty moments. Right. And most people don't pay attention to those little things. No, they don't pay attention. Yeah. Because if you were one of those people, you've been in like, you would have got the discount, but not really had associated. We're like, oh, you know. Right. Something The association good. is important. I right. Think. You would have forgotten to, to be grateful for it. Because you would have been to been like, oh, shit, I got shingles. Right. Well, if I didn't have shingles in the first place, I wouldn't. Exactly. Which is generally what would happen. Right. right? But we were like, hell, let's be grateful. Let's show gratitude for the discount. Holla.
1: (laughs) Shout out to my girl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So then uh, we hang up and me and Chastity talk every day. Like, I I don't think there's usually a day we go without unless you're really busy or I'm really busy. We talk every day. And so then the next day she (laughs) FaceTimed me. And she's like, Mom, I don't know where my car is.
1: <laughs> this is true.
0: She's like, I don't know where my car is. And I'm like, did you forget where you parked? She's like, Mm-mm, nope. It's like, it's just not there. <laughs> not there. Oh, I was
1: in tears <laughs> in the middle of the street. Uh, yeah, I had to report it stolen.
0: Yeah. So, you know, at first, you know, I said, okay, well, you're making your payments, good (laughs) that wasn't it um and then we thought maybe it got towed so but you park there all the time right because it's like where your office is yeah where your salon is so um so you ended up having to report your car stolen and even after that we still sort of laughed a little bit after like oh shit, where's your car your car's missing like um and what was funny is then you had a conversation with one of your girlfriends mel who said what to you? That I think that um,
1: bad things are not supposed to like happen to me. <laughs> like, well, you just think like you know nothing bad is ever gonna happen. Like everything's just good for you, and you don't think these things are supposed to happen to you, right? Um, and you said they're not. They're not. They're not supposed <laughs> to happen to you. Yeah, and just because bad things happened, right, is not gonna make me say. I deserve for bad things to happen to me. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Well, I thought that that was really interesting because when, when you called to tell me what Mel had said, I said the same thing. Mm-hmm. I said, they're not, they're not supposed to happen yeah. because we don't sort of live our lives that way. Right. We believe in, you know, positive energy and we believe in, you know, um, focusing on the things that you want for your life, right. manifesting things that you want for your life and being really aware of the things that you accept mm-hmm. into your life and the things that you don't accept into right. your life. So it's not to say that we don't think anything should ever happen to us because fucking life happens. <laughs> sucks. Yeah. And sometimes shit just happens. But within that, how you, how you deal with it right. is really what makes the difference, right? So we accept the things that maybe, you know, we think, oh, this shouldn't be happening yeah. to me. They come in, we deal with them. If you cannot fix it, then yeah. you don't worry about it. Don't worry. She can't do nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Receive it. It is what it is. Yeah, it you is, is what it is. is, what it is. <laughs> and then send that shit right back. Yeah. Right. Because the the problem I think, and and you can tell me if you if you agree, the thing I think happens to most people is when the shit, you know, happens when things are bad and it comes and then they hold on to it. Right. You hold on to it, you complain about it, even though you cannot fix it, right. you cannot change it, but you spend all your time talking about a negative and, and complaining, and then right. all you do is you fester that bad energy. Yeah, you just keep putting your energy into the bad energy, yes. and then
1: it's like bigger and bigger, and then pe- most people look around and go, we'll see there's the proof right there. Something bad happened. Mm -hmm. you're just kind of like, oh, it's a little bigger than that. Right. You know, how you thought about it is more important.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, I think that one thing that is really, because you called me the next day, you came over and then you you left and then the next day you called and you were like, mom, just calling to let you know that I feel emotionally better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I said, that's good because one of the things that you're really good at is taking whatever it is and then analyzing how it's happening and, right. you know, what, what you can or cannot do, and then moving past it. Right. So because you're so much into, into sort of, you know, the positive energy and, and, you know, visualizing what it is that you want for your life, I thought it was really interesting because I think probably about a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, you called to ask me a question, which was sort of for me came out of you know, nowhere. But what was the question you asked me? Um, if looking
1: back at your life now... Um do you see how maybe your mindset contributed to uh, getting you to where you are right now? Did you always believe in that manifestation? And if you didn't, can you kind of look back now and see how the things that you were thinking, the things that you believed brought you like right here? Right Yeah.
0: You know, so for me at the time I was like, hey, I ain't no damn it. <laughs> i was in the middle of like yeah it's working whether we know it or not <laughs> exactly and that's a good point so i'm happy to talk about that because for me i know i didn't know anything about that i mm-hmm. no one had ever told me about energy or you know your thoughts and how you know your your brain and what you think and mm-hmm. where you put your energy really dictates like what's happening what you bring into your mm-hmm. life like that was nobody ever talked to me mm-hmm. about that but and so even in all the moments of crisis we had a lot of them um you know navigating being a single mom a single young mom i um i don't think i ever really thought about it but i did always feel like i was going to do more mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i don't ever really feel like i might have in the moment been like okay this is happening and I'm going to deal with it. And then I move on, which I, I think is why you had asked that. Right. Cause right. you were like, you never really like.
1: No, because it's, it's working whether we know it or not, like where you're putting your energy is going to keep growing, whether you're aware of it or not. But I do think that you always had a very solid, like there wasn't really much doubt that you would do something great. Right.
0: Yeah. I think, um, I just think that, and I said this to you that for me, it was actually a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, very much to your point that we don't know when it's working right but it's always working. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I had I was manifesting without knowing it because I was using my my thoughts to block out shit that was happening mm-hmm. to protect myself. Mm-hmm. Because there were many moments where I was near nervous breakdowns panic (laughs) i couldn't feed you guys i couldn't pay the bill you know the lights were off and i'm lighting a candle talking about a story time Mm -hmm. (laughs) but a bitch just didn't have no lights (laughs) you know like and i think that instead of when those moments would happen i think i knew honestly chas i think i knew if you if you sit with this right now you're going to break right right And so because I knew that I was already super fragile, I would just cut it off Mm. and and I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to deal with it because if I can't fix it, fuck it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And that defense mechanism to keep myself going every day. Yeah. Turned out to be the one thing that has me here today.
1: Very interesting. (laughs) No, it's really good. I heard this one woman say that like your thoughts don't really know what's a joke or not. I had a friend a long time ago who would joke that he was such a bad person that his son was going to come out with uh, Down syndrome. Oh, He joked about this. And he had a baby one day, and the baby had Down syndrome, some heart issues, and some other stuff. But when I was reading this book about manifestation, she's saying, your mind doesn't really know, like, was a joke or not? So you laughing it off to your body is probably just as real. You know. Right. It doesn't really know you're joking or you're just using it as a defense mechanism. Right. S- those jokes we make are important too. Yeah. A lot of I think stuff everything, yeah, everything.
0: Yeah. Everything we say. Um, everything we think, right? Because you might not mm-hmm. necessarily say it, but if you're constantly dwelling on something You know, a lot of people who get into bad situations or financial issues or, or in relationships that are constantly bad and toxic, it's because they're constantly dwelling on the same things, expecting the next bad thing. When people say, oh, you know, everything's really good, but I'm waiting for the, for the shoe to drop. What? Why? 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 Who taught, who taught, who taught you that? Exactly. Why are you waiting for the shoe to drop? No, this is good. Both shoes are staying on. Keep going. You know,
1: or people live in that, like, uh oh, everything's going really good, so something bad has to happen soon. Right, right. Why do you do that? Yeah, exactly. You're just calling it to yourself. Yeah, you believe it so much that when it happens, you're like, see? Told yeah. Told you. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. For the amount of time um, that it takes people to retrain their brain, I think is what probably is more most daunting to people. Yeah. Because... We grow up, and I talk about this on the podcast all the time. We grow up always expecting something bad to happen. Mm -hmm. Right? And and so because of that, when I tell people that you have to change your mindset, it's really hard. Hell, it's hard for me. Yeah. Like that's why I write my gratitude list down. That's why I type into my phone my notes and because it's really hard to train your brain to do what it's to do the opposite of what it's been doing your whole entire life yeah you know
1: i think i heard this uh doctor say that from the age i think till you're like seven your brain is in a downloading state
0: mm-hmm. so
1: everything that you don't even remember you know your parents could have been fighting your sister could have been doing whatever and you don't it's downloaded and, and I think you act out about 95% of your subconscious or something crazy like that. Oh my God. If you're not, you know, working on it and training it. So think of all the things that people learn from such a young age and then right. grow up and have to like undownload essentially. Yeah. It's hard. I think that is the most daunting part.
0: The yeah, work. The work, the actual work <clears> it takes. But you have to enjoy the work. Right obviously yeah we were talking i was talking to norris the other day about i said oh i'm gonna bring chastity on we're gonna talk about manifestation and this that and the other thing and he was like yeah and then talk about you know the work you i'm like good point because you know uh i spoke at a conference relentless and um the the guy who put the conference together danny Morell, he built this like huge company and he had been talking about, you know, manifestation and how he knew this was going to happen for himself and how he really focused on it. And, and um, you know, when I was talking, I was saying, you know, this is all great. You're all inspired and everything. But, you know, don't think that Danny was sitting on a hammock in Costa Rica just manifesting <laughs> this great corporation that right. he built. And then it just showed up like right. You know, it takes a lot of work. You actually have to do the steps, yeah. you know, to make this the, the things that you want happen. It's mm-hmm. not like you're going to think yourself rich <clears throat> and then somebody's going to drop a bag of money at your front door. R- right. <laughs> yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. It takes some time with yourself. Yeah. Also, I think even going back to the whole everything that I've had in the beginning of the year, um, when you're in that frazzled state and you're feeling like a victim, you don't hear a solution. Right. Like, you ever notice that? Like when you're in it and you're feeling that way and they want a solution so bad and you're not going to hear a solution that way. Yeah. That's why I think I had to like calm the mind,
0: (laughs) calm the mind. So, you know, I, I joke about this, but uh, you know, it's, it's a hundred percent true and I have no problem admitting to this. I was a shitty ass parent when I was young. Um, and you know, I I was a, a mom by the time I was 16 years old and unfortunately you, you had the worst of it, right? Because you were the first born. And so you went through the most amount of shit with me. And so sometimes for me, Chas, to be quite honest, when I sit back and I look at you, I'm like, how did I raise her? <laughs> like, because so cool. you experienced <laughs> all of these different things and you have seen me at my absolute worst and you've seen me at my best. and. I don't necessarily think I spent enough time with you maybe like in a teaching, in a teaching sort of way, you saw me do a lot of things, but I don't think that I ever really was like, Oh, Chastity, you should really do this or do that. You know? Um, now obviously in the later years, yeah. You know, we do that all the time now, but how, how do you think that you're (laughs) you? (laughs) Like, maybe I, I mean, did, uh, you know, in some way, <laughs> you know, through example. I don't know, maybe, but it, it's impressive, actually, when I, when I see, like, the young lady that you are now That's considering.
1: Awesome. Well, I think even though you don't know that you were teaching at the time, you did teach all the, even the bad stuff, everything kind of, I had a choice. Like, I either repeat certain things and I, you know, or do something a little different. Um, also, I think when we did, when I got a little older and you were, talking to me about it that definitely helped Mm -hmm. i never felt like i like i needed anything from you Mm -hmm. you know i never needed an apology or a conversation about it um i think for some reason i have always felt like i don't want to be a victim of stuff even the things people do to me even you or my friends or whatever um i think i've always had that i don't know my curiosity i guess about things led me to this i think i've always felt like a like a spiritual connection with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like something always calling me home, you know, in a way. So I think, well, I guess that, that's been really important to me.
0: I think what's funny is how much we are like the same person. Yeah, we like the same stuff,
1: the same movies, the same shows, the same information.
0: The same yeah, like the thought process. Because, you know, I had my, my own issues with my mom. And you know they were very different than you know our issues, but I had to also get to a point where I was like, Mom, you did the best you <laughs> you did the best yeah. you could <laughs> with what you had. And people don't you know as a kid, I don't think you think about those things until you become an adult because that you know I surely didn't didn't appreciate um, all of the things that were happening. You know things that she was dealing with that I had no knowledge of. You know, that I have no idea how I would have handled until right. I became an adult. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, that's my alarm telling me I'm supposed to do something else for work. <laughs> Girl, I got to set alarm because <laughs> I will forget things <laughs> I'm like Outload go photograph, alarms. go call, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, but you mentioned being a victim. So I'm going to read something. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, Chastity is a writer, a very fantastic writer. She's so deep, y'all and she'll text me something that she wrote and or sometimes she just will send me something that she read and for me to read it so I got this message and I started to read it and I actually didn't realize that you had written it until I got to the end I thought it was from a book and I was reading it like man this is really good and then I was like oh shit she wrote it so I'm gonna read it and then we'll talk about it so it says one day when the illusion of pain is no longer apparent in you You will look back and remember fond times. When the invisible cloak of victim lifts itself off your shoulders, you will remember just how beautiful this life is. Mm. Don't ever let anger or disappointment alter the true story. Don't ever let it alter how you view the world or how you view yourself. Disappointments are a part of life. However, they usually stem from the expectations that you have applied. So live without any there are people who fill their own cup and those who want the cup filled for them remember to always fill your own cup because ultimately that is the only way yo <laughs> thank you i need an applause <laughs> i need a something like norris was caught up he ain't even giving me no applause Chastity, I don't even really. (laughs) I read this and I was like, "That is so insightful," and had so much self awareness. Thank you. That I was like, "Yo, that's my daughter." (laughs) 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 That this is this line where you said. That people, you either fill your own cup or people want their cup filled for them. And I was like, yo, that's so deep.
1: It's like you either have a solution or you're somebody sitting there like the solution lies in something else. Right. But yeah.
0: But people don't. And I think that's really like people always blame their circumstances or situations on something that's happened to them or something somebody else did. Mm -hmm. And I remember, you know, you were going through this dating phase or whatever. And you said to me, I think that the problem is that I have expectations. Mm -hmm. So if I just go into certain situations (laughs) without the expectations, Right. right? Because I don't think anybody could ever fulfill whatever expectations we have in our heads. Right. Right. Yeah. Good point. Especially as women. I think we assume that you should know Right. What the fuck I'm feeling. <clears throat> yeah. And then better yet, you should know how to fix it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. Without me telling you. Without
0: anything. me telling you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and so we get ourselves caught up in like these bad relationships, not just, you know, male, female or whatever, you know, yeah. but just regular friendships or parent, you know, daughter friendships or sisters, whatever, because we have these expectations that we put on people. And so then we get disappointed. Yeah, we do. When they don't do exactly what we thought they yeah. should do or say or or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So was there something connected to that? Mm. Um I guess
1: a lot of uh, Yeah, I would probably say the biggest thing my dating life uh mm-hmm. I think I found that the biggest thing I had to work on were unhealthy attachments and um expecting that someone's supposed to make me feel good or um fix something Mm -hmm. so I think a lot of that writing stems from that the expectations I have applied on people Mm -hmm. Um, and then being able to kind of navigate life with those with the understanding of that and that being different and seeing the outcome of that is like so different because now you get to enjoy things because you actually enjoy them Mm -hmm. not because you want something out of it right you know I heard someone say like don't look at people as emotional prey
0: Mm. and it's so
1: true you know we do that all the time right if you're not then you're someone who's filling your own cup yeah essentially
0: yeah always looking for someone else to fill whatever it is that's missing yeah. which i did for years yeah people things jobs yeah yeah that's why i tell people like it took me up till i was you know in my late 30s um you know to be in a relationship that was actually 100 percent healthy for yeah. me yeah right? Mm. Because the relationship came from me being in a completely different space where I wasn't relying on someone else to make me feel a certain way. I wasn't trying to make anyone happy. I wasn't trying to live for somebody else. I wasn't trying to do any of that. I was really in a place where I felt 100% me securing what I was doing safe. Mm. Um, and so you love differently, yeah. you know, when you're when you're in that in that space.
1: That's a real love
0: right there. Yeah. So maybe, maybe at some point we'll have some grandbabies.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> I want a grandbaby so Does bad. And you want to give me some grandbabies? She's down, ready. She's down. ready. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Expectations. Women expect to have babies.
0: <laughs> False expectations. You don't need any of it. No, I think it's amazing. I think, yeah. um, I think where you are and just listening to you when you talk to me about these different things, because y'all sometimes she talks about talks to me about something and I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> Epige what? <laughs> 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 um, but I love it because I think that um, one of the best things that we can do for ourselves is to to learn as much as yeah. possible about all kinds of different topics, about things that you know you never know when you're going to need to apply them and i think you have sort of that like endless well of (laughs) wanting to know you know all of these different things and it can be annoying sometimes though (laughs) it really can just like man what else
1: can i learn what else is there i need to be doing something
0: yeah well i think that's great and i think you must get that from well i like to read but i started to read
1: because of your bookshelf you had this bookshelf I remember a few books that were on it. The Four Agreements was oh, on it.
0: Fantastic book, yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's amazing um, yeah. that you had that there. Rich Dad, Poor Dad was <laughs> on that show. Hey,
0: your girl was always thinking about some
1: money. Um, a to Z, Serial Killers. <gasps> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have a fascination. I liked that one. With true Crime, yeah. And then the first book I ever read um, was called A Perfect Night to Go to China. It was by David Gilmore, and it was on your bookshelf. Really? Yeah, it was a, it was a good book, but I don't think I was... Um, Able to really understand it then.
0: Yeah, well, I think I used to read a lot more than I have a lot more time on my hands. Now I just subject myself to audibles <laughs> and I can listen to like three books in a week, which is awesome. Um, but there is something to be said for actually holding a book in your hand and making notes and highlighting and sort of, you know. So whenever I listen to a book that I really love, I will order the hard copy on Amazon and then go back through and like highlight and sticky note and, you know, and of course, you know, 90% of the books that I read are all related to the mind or the business or the something, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, where I think you have a a broader.
1: (laughs) It's interesting when you start like, I mean, it goes hand in hand with manifesting things. When you start like getting more curious about things, you see how like just try it like, oh, blue scooter or whatever and you'll start to see these things these books kind of fall in my lap yeah in the strangest times i um found a book recently at a thrift store and the cover had like brown paper over it so i didn't know what the name of it was but when i opened it it got me curious because it was about manifestation Mm. and your mind and all that and it was written in the maybe the 30s Mm -hmm. by this woman she was kind of like a new age philosopher but it's interesting to read stuff that was written so long ago mm-hmm. that doesn't really contradict much of what people are barely starting to talk to about now, mm-hmm. consciousness. It's incredible. Out of everything I would say that I read, it all connects a It all bit. connects at it some point. It all makes sense. It is all at some way or some level. You are not a victim. You are creating your world. Enjoy it.
0: Absolutely. I think that's a really great message. And I, that's the one thing that I try to repeat as much as possible on this on this podcast is that you really do create everything that is coming to you you are bringing it to you whether you're fully aware of it or not yeah you know that's a good exercise so i usually do an actionable to do right i give somebody i give them homework which sometimes you know right make a list or read a book or whatever Um, but today's actionable to do is for people to do something really small like you just said so I want them to think about a blue scooter. Right. And that blue scooter is going to be in your head. Think about it, visualize a scooter and then see how many scooters you yeah. see cuz
1: once you start being aware of it, yeah. Yeah. It just kind of shows itself to you. There's yeah. this old um thing, old story in the Torah. It's it's basically just that the way that they see God, right? Whatever you want to call it, um is like a friend coming up to you with a with a mask on mm-hmm. saying, who is it? Who is it? And you're like, I don't know. I can't see you. And then you guess correctly, right? You've connected. You're like, Sarah. And then she takes off her mask. And now you can see Sarah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I view law of attraction in a way. Mm. The minute you start to like recognize it, the minute you own it, the minute you give it that attention and that, that gratitude, yeah. then it starts to kind of show itself to you a little bit.
0: Yeah. I think people just need to be aware. Yeah, just be aware. You know, be aware uh, of it both good and bad, you know, because when I have, you know, I think it's just like we said, you know, it takes a lot of time and training for your, for your brain to change. Because even now, sometimes I will find myself sitting doing something and I'll get a negative thought and then I have to replace it, right? Mm -hmm. I have to replace the negative thought with a good thought Um, because it's hard, you know, it's hard to do. We're humans, obviously. And yeah, because when this first happened and you were like, mom, I think I'm being tested you know like oh i think i'm being tested
1: because i think it's hard to believe in manifestation but then also not believe that some of the bad things that are happening to you are from your own doing too right i don't have any problem if anything i prefer to say okay is there something going on in my mind maybe am i living in some element of fear am i living in some you know am i not grateful maybe what have i been saying about the things that i have and if i can you know even if it's something silly like i hate my car i want a new car
0: I which want a new which car. you had been and I've been saying I want a new car, not like this, right? But yeah, you had been complaining about your car a lot, you know, and so subconsciously, you know, I don't mind. I want the responsibility of it because then that means I can create it. If right. I can make it bad, I can make it great. Good point. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're we're hoping. Are we hoping the car gets? <laughs> Are we hoping they find it? At this or, point. Because uh, <laughs> now it's got bad juju. I, right? Yeah, it's I just got feel like this car,
1: it's time for it to go. <laughs> just,
0: if you see a Fiat. <laughs> a little mint green Fiat in LA with a missing hot cap. Holla at your girl. And leave me a comment. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Well, thank you for coming and, and sharing with me because it's always fun to talk to you. I know, you know, like I said, we talk all the time. Yeah. But um, I think it's, you know, some of the things that you always say to me are always sort of stick with me, you know. And when you send me writings like that, I'm like, you know, I think that you're somebody who has a whole lot to say mm-hmm. and you just need the platform, you know, which yeah. is why I'm like, write it down. I'm going to make a book. I'm going to turn you into a best selling yeah. author um, because you have obviously the potential. But I, beyond that, um, I think you just have a lot of creative thinking, <laughs> you know, and yeah. and I love it because I still have the two little ones, right? I still have Bubby and I still have Monty. Right. and I think that you're a really great example to them. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. And you're like my best friend, you know, like we're you're <laughs> we're like my daughter. Do- you're my daughter, obviously, but we talk like we're friends, yeah. You know, until like I got until I got to pull the mom guard and be like, yeah, but for the most part, you know, we're. <laughs> We're um, always really open and you guys have always been really open, especially you. I think you out of all the kids um, has always been very open with me where you would share things that I necessarily didn't want you to share. Um, Well, I think I didn't want you to share, but I just didn't want to hear it. You know, sometimes as as moms, especially we're like, I want you to be open and share your thing, you know, everything that you're doing and don't hide (laughs) from me. And it's okay." And then when they do, you're like, oh, wow, you're really telling me. um but i think that has allowed for our relationship to be the way that it is oh yeah that openness yeah you never really felt like you had to hide something yeah
1: that's that's the best thing i always tell my clients too because you know they they think that smothering their children is like the best thing Mm -hmm. that that's really gonna or putting this like implementing all this fear into them but really they're just gonna grow up and be fearful and you know i didn't have any of that yeah with you i didn't have to hide i didn't feel scared
0: of anything mm-hmm. even when we were going through stuff i mean we were still cool yeah so well i think like you know for me like i didn't have a whole lot of time to talk with my mom because i left home so young so you know i didn't have that that time with her but for me i guess i always felt like i didn't want my kids to be afraid to talk to me about something And then me later find out, you know, that something's happened to you or that you went through something and I I could have helped. Mm -hmm. And so I figured and I didn't think I didn't know if it would work or not, but I figured that if I had a safe space where you guys could always come to me and tell me anything, no matter what it was, that at the very least it would give me an opportunity to talk to you. Right. Right. So I figured, well, if I yell and um, you know, and I create fear, then I lose the opportunity to give her advice. Right. You know. And then you breed fear in me. Right. And so, you know. Kudos to me for that. Hey. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway, thank you for coming on thank to the podcast. I love having you. And I think everybody else really liked that last episode we did, so I know they're going to love this episode and they're going to love you because I love you. Oh, I love you. Thank you. Mama. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Um, and remember that in order for your business to succeed, it has to be the shit. It needs to solve a problem, help them get past their current stage, earn respect and build trust. I'm out.